Welcome to the Golden Ghouls podcast. We are the Golden Ghouls, Alyssa, Kylie, Emily, and we're about to get spooky again. (gasps) Okay, I have to start by saying that the raccoons have been humanely escorted from the premises, so there will be no more scratching or thudding on the ceiling. Yes, they're at a trash panda farm. Yes. I'm kind of sad. I miss them, honestly. But Poppy, my dog, now sleeps through the night. Which means you sleep through the night. Which means I sleep through the night. So, not a lot that. Ona will know that that's the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I don't have a dog. Yeah, I don't either. Well, she, okay, (laughs) typically she's a very good sleeper, but. When she heard the scritching and scratching, she was freaking out. She was trying to protect. I think if she met the raccoons face-to-face, she would be fine. But the fact that she couldn't see, Mm -hmm. she was not having it. It's a metaphor, I think, for something. I think so. Do you guys remember last time when I was trying to remember what the green lamps were called that have the pull strings? (laughs) Yes. Steve texted me, and he said, banker's lamp or clerk's lamp, and that's all he said. And I was like, oh... So that's what that was. Also, I have to add in because some listeners messaged us about the witches in Salem and the scientists' discovery that the rye and the the wheat that they were eating Mm -hmm. was a little you know funky mm-hmm. well that's because they were finding like like a strain of lsd what in it Sick. yes Shit. so i had to just mention that for you Damn. know that's a fun fact yeah very fun thank you allison thanks wow, allison. thank you allison that over she's a smart gal yeah that, very smart i had no idea no idea so maybe that could have caused some stuff yeah definitely probably mm-hmm. <laughs> wow I would uh, say so. Yeah, very spooky. Um, yeah, so Kylie just got back from Japan. I did. She did. And I should make a disclaimer that we'll be talking about Japan in this episode, and we are going to be unintentionally botching Japanese pronunciations, so mm. know that we're trying our best. We really are. We really, really are. <laughs> we were on Google Translate getting it to tell us how to say them correctly. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're going to do it, but we will try. Yeah. The efforts there, you know. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just just ride along with us, guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tell us about the big trip, Kai. So I wasn't there very long. Um, it felt days. like you were. Ugh, it we felt like 20 years. so much. Stop it. We did. I missed my gals. My uh, oh, stop. <laughs> but Tokyo has such an old and rich history. This I felt history. like, you know, there were probably many haunted places I could mm-hmm. go to. For sure. But of course, the dead are very respected there, as it is in most places. Yeah. But, um, that would make sense. Yeah. I went to Kyoto for the first half, and then I finished off the week in Tokyo. But right in between those two days, just another fun fact, I experienced an earthquake. <laughs> For the first time. Yes. It was a six caliber boy. It was a bad boy. Very <laughs> wild. At least three people perished. <gasps> yeah. Oh, no, mm. that's not good. Yes. So. But now you rec- you know what I'm talking about when my bed shook. Yeah. Yeah. When you sneezed. When you and sneezed. And it woke did, me up. Did you okay? Yeah. So that was... And it's, I mean, I immediately knew what it was, just oh. like, what else could it be? But at the same time, I'm not a very good sleeper. Mm. I'm like Poppy. I'm a very light sleeper. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here to protect, not to slumber. You know what I mean? Whereas you, I imagine, due to your beauty, you you get your beauty sleep. Oh, my God. Stop. But <laughs> listen, another time, because I've, I've been through several earthquakes, and I'm really not feel. I really don't feel them. But the second time, I was in a strip club. So <laughs> What? <laughs> Classic scenario. And, the, and Linda was in, an, uh, was in a hotel down the way. No, girl, what? That booty bumping in the back? You thought that ass clapped so hard. I was like, shoot, (laughs) what happened? And then she told me it was an earthquake. And I was like, oh, "Oh, girl, I'm in sugars. (laughs) (laughs) Where is sugars? Ooh, it was so great. Where isn't? 
Where is it? There are sugars. But sugars was this strip club right in the middle of campus where like oh, all God. of like our restaurants and stuff were. It was in this back alley. No. One girl was missing an arm. <gasps> Another girl was pregnant and would lactate on stage. Oh, damn. It was a fine place. Well. No, but we need we need to get back on subject. We do. Let's talk about Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I feel like we just my bad girl. Yeah, I get excited. Earthquakes. Earthquakes. You've <laughs> experienced one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I wasn't in Sugars. She wasn't in Not a that strip I know club. of, but. And it woke her up. Yeah. It only lasted for five seconds ish. Were you terrified? Felt like years. Not while it was happening, mm. but afterwards, my heart was like, <clears throat> and mm. I couldn't get it to relax. But I was supposed to be going to Tokyo that day on a bullet train, but <gasps> they postponed all of the trains. Oh. And then I was thinking, oh, maybe I can take a cheap flight. But then the bus to the airport wasn't running because the highway was quote-unquote broken. <gasps> so I was like, how am I going to get to Canada? Oh, wow. Tokyo. But I got there. The, oh, the trains picked up again. Um, but while I was in Kyoto, I did do some research on some haunted places. And I had one day planned to go visit some monkeys in mm. Kyoto. Which I did. They were adorable. You take, like, a two-mile walk up a mountain. Which... You had to walk? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> Two miles. Goodbye. Yeah. That's already oh, crossed no. off they, my list. I didn't know that until I got there. And it was really hot. But I was like, I'm going to do it for the monks. Yeah. I'm going to do it for the monks. Oh, the monkeys. I yeah. was thinking monks and for real. I was... I know. <laughs> She's getting up there for the monks. I know. And it was funny because once you get up there, there's this little structure. It looks like a house. And you can go inside of it, and then you f- there's kind of like a caged window. And the monkeys are on the outside, and you feed them, but it looks like monkeys are feeding caged humans if you're standing outside. I love that. Yeah, it's real that's funny. That's honestly <laughs> the, way, so that's the way that it should be. We'll add a picture to the to the gram just, yes. just for fun. But after I saw the monkeys, um, I went to another part of that section of Kyoto to see the Adashino Nenbutsuji Temple. Ah. Very good. That sounded good <laughs> that to me. That real right. We gotta fake it till we make it. True. She and knows. it was so beautiful. I was not expecting it to be this beautiful. Not that temples aren't beautiful, but this was mm-hmm. in like the middle of the mountains. It was super grassy. It's really, really peaceful and quiet, just serene. And it was a sunny day. Oh, that's it, wonderful. It wasn't busy at all. Um, but it's it's quite a hike to get up there as well. There's a lot of exercise. Yeah, unless I would have never made it. I pass. <laughs> It's like a taxi. Steve, if you're listening, we're not going there when we go to Japan in the fall. <laughs> it's a no for me, I honey. Mean, two miles. My no, God. thank you. But there are more than 8,000 statues rather than like gravestones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all in honor of people who died without family. <gasps> oh. I mean, I'm guessing monks. Buddhist monks who died without family over the years. So you oh. did go up there for the monks. And the I monkeys. Did. Yeah. Wow. Damn. Damn. What a woman. <laughs> she does what she can. <laughs> but it was it's I've never seen anything like it. And again, I took some pics for the peeps. Yeah. So um but it didn't feel haunted as much as it just felt kind of eerie. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like that's a normal reaction when you're walking through like a gravesite or a graveyard yeah Mm. it i don't know it felt like that they were resting happily are they buried there or it's just like a representation of their lives a little of both oh yeah i'm Mm. not sure i think it was more so they were burials but some were marked some were unmarked okay and then in like the early 20th century um, people or residents in Kyoto they gathered all of the tombstones they brought them and they all placed them in the temple and wow I know that all sounds eight, heavy all 8,000 <laughs> in many ways all 8,000 yeah wow yeah. and then they had to walk two miles over yeah <sighs> people walked a lot back in the day <sighs> but the um, 
now that the souls have finally found a place to rest and right. be honored. They're like happy. Yeah. yeah. And you can honor them each year on the 23rd and 24th of August. They have this like ceremony. I think it's called Sento Koyo. Ah, that sounds right. Thank you. <laughs> and for two, mi- two nights, sorry, um, a monk will chant sutras. Oh. Yeah. Lovely. Sutras? Like karma as in, as in karma? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, you should see the flexibility in that <laughs> And there are over a thousand candles all over. Oh, beautiful. And, yeah, and people just go there and just pay their respects. It I sounds think it's peaceful to me. So, yeah, exactly. That's what we're doing wrong. We're not respecting our dead yeah. and throwing these ceremonies for it's, them. It's got to be haunted, though. Oh, definitely. It, like, I felt something. It's not like I felt nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She and there felt was, a little. There was one part that felt stronger than the other <sighs> parts. You were standing over a body. Probably. Probably many. <laughs> wow. Well, Kyoto's super old, so I do imagine. Yeah. And I and I found out about some haunts. <gasps> I can't even yeah. wait. Should I, should I read them for you? Should you keep going? If you want to keep talking about Kyoto, then I can go to Go Tokyo. for it, and then yeah. we can go and to Tokyo. And then we'll go to Tokyo. Yeah. yeah. Let's travel. finish up Kyoto. Tell us what so, you found so out. So since Kylie went, I was like, well, I need to know where Wildcat's going. Like, yeah. I, we can't just send her out there. No. Without any else. knowledge yeah. about where she's at. Yeah. So I, I did some research. You're welcome. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting because I had no idea that Kyoto was once, like, the capital of Japan. Did you know I this? I did not know this. Yeah. In the Edo period? I'm sure, what, yeah, whatever that means, right? Definitely. Definitely in that period. <laughs> Everything's a yes today. But yeah, it was for a while. Um, I I think uh, things changed after the Onan War. Mm. But uh, yeah. yeah. And, and, and yeah. And in the mid-16th century. But so long, long so time long ago. time ago. But anyways, it was once the capital, and it's known for its Buddhist temples mm-hmm. and shrines and imperial palaces. Did you see any? Because I, I think not. that is grand. That sounds very grand, sounds way, right? Yeah. So cool. Um, as I said, in during the Onan War in fourteen in the fourteen hundreds, the city did suffer a little bit. But what's cool? Is in the 40s when 1940s. 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 We're way ahead. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Jumping, just escalating quickly. <laughs> but um, in the 40s during World War II, the Secretary of War, it was on the list. Kyoto was on the list for an atomic bomb. <gasps> and they didn't do it because um, the Secretary of War was like, it's so beautiful. Uh, well, he well actually, we found out that he went on his honeymoon <gasps> there, and so he was he like, was "This is it. a this is a cultural destination, and we cannot for selfish reasons." He was yeah, he got it on there, and he was like, "We cannot destroy so it." So do we just need to? This all is take where I made Elsa all over the world, where there's risk of yeah, bomb. yeah, and then like go and be like, "No, sorry, I honeymooned here. Save the you bed can't he laid bomb me it. in." Hashtag take me back. Take me back, right. So, yeah, that, I thought that was kind of cool, though. So, like, in Japan, it's one of, like, the few cities where you can see all the, like, you know, classical pre-war buildings and homes. Wow. So that's pretty neat. So if you're around, hit it up. Hit it. You're going to see up. some historical but then also, beauty. also, that makes me think, since all that history is still there, Yeah. there's got to be... Some spirits. There have to be lingering. You have found out about some. Right. I did. I did find out about a couple. One, the taxi ghost. You hear about that? You did you did you ride around in any taxis? Uh, I went in one taxi in Kyoto and then three in Tokyo. Oh. Oh. Well, it's a known thing from the taxi drivers that this woman Mm. likes to hitch rides in the cabs. With Do you know about her? 
I don't know much about okay, her. Okay, I so have tell a story me. about her. Okay, so tell us. So I actually found this. The taxi Great. ghosts. I wish I knew this before I went. Yeah, this was sh- so. Sh- this was one of my favorite things that I found out. Okay. I literally have all oh of my this gosh, about she, the taxi she ghosts. She loves her. So if you, she wants to be. I her. will. Okay, so it's actually really sad. Uh oh no. So this is just like a a myth, an urban legend, or it could be true. Maybe it happened once. I don't know, but it was. I literally had hairs standing up everywhere because. <gasps> It really it got hair. to my heart. My whole, all the hair in my head was standing up. Yeah. So, a few years after the um, Great Eastern Japan earthquake on March 11th, 2011, 311 day, um, stories, stories of ghost taxis began circulating in the areas affected by the deadly tsunami. Many of the stories even made it into a few major Western news outlets. And I actually kind of remember seeing this my now that Max I think about there. it. <gasps> oh, oh my shoot. gosh. He's on a train. Wow. That's scary. On a train? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. That was, that's a lot. Yeah. But apparently these <laughs> stories aren't even new. They've actually been around uh, since the days of the rickshaw. Mm, so, yeah. Old oh. school transportation. There we go. It's hitching rickshaws. There were some rickshaws. So, one common tale is of pedestrians hailing taxis and asking to be taken to Aoyama Cemetery. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Upon arrival, the driver states the price and turns around to collect the fare, but there's no one in the back seat. Mm -hmm. As it turns out, the opening of the Chioida line... Chioida? That sounds, yeah. that sounds you know, like, it sounds like, good. Yeah. Line in the late 60s brought with it a new problem. This is what they think happens. So the subway runs directly under the cemetery, and they think it causes the souls of the deceased to be accidentally spirited away by the trains. And they become lost. They get disoriented. And when that happens, they flag down a taxi to Aww. find their way back to their resting oh, place. Oh, you're right. They're Sorry, just guys. trying to come back home. Yeah. And they don't want to pay a fare. They're no, dead. they have so no they got money in the afterlife. Yeah, what type of <coughs> monetary? But this is the most famous version. This is the freaky okay, one. I'm ready. So it says that on a dark rainy night, a young woman dressed in black mourning clothes. This was me last Thursday. <laughs> this is me Shoot. always. <laughs> um, she's caught in the rain, and she's near the entrance of the Aoyama Cemetery, and she hails a taxi. She has her coat pulled over her head. She's keeping herself dry, so the driver can't really get a look, good look at her face. He just kind of assumes that she was visiting a family grave. She needs a ride home. So anyway, in a sad voice, she asks to be taken to an address in a modest neighborhood. Upon arrival, she just sits in the taxi, and they linger outside of a house. Um, the driver says he can't see anything but the silhouette of a man staring out of the window of the house. And they idle there in silence for a few minutes, and then the girl asks to go to another address. When the driver arrives at this beautiful home in this upscale neighborhood, he turns around to collect the fare. But the woman is gone, and only a puddle of water remains where she was sitting. Wow. The driver's super confused, so he's like, I gotta figure out what's going on. He goes to the front door of the house, and he rings the doorbell, and without even asking the cost, the owner hands him exact change. <gasps> he already had the money sitting on a side table. He apologizes. The owner of the house apologizes for the inconvenience. He says that the passenger is his daughter. She was killed by a car while crossing the street on the way to see her boyfriend. So that was whose house she made them drive by. I and have the chill. I know, right? Yes. So even though... She's buried in the family grave at the Aoyama Cemetery. She's been there for five years or so. Um, whenever it rains, she hails a taxi to visit her fiancé's home and then her, her family's home. Sad. I know. Oh, my God. Yeah. What a brilliant I, story. I, even, I already read that earlier, and I yeah. still got chills. Even if I it's just, honestly, chills. even and if it's, is off. it's true. <laughs> even if it's just a myth. I don't care. That was a beautiful It story. got me. That's it really got me going. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, yeah, that's, okay, well, that's the that's, taxi That's ghost. the ghost taxis. Yes. Wow. Which is super interesting. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, so I, that's what I have. That I have ghost taxi and then ghost riding in back seats of cars. Mm-hmm. Just something that they do, I guess. Um, <laughs> Empress, Emperor Saga's Bloody Pond. Mm. Ever heard of that? <laughs> you ever Saga? heard of that? Saga? Am I Saga. Saga? Saga? Who is he? Well, he's some emperor, but... Um, <laughs> no big deal. It's said that a samurai's head fell into the pond after a beheading and turned the water red, and it's never been the and same. And it's never been the same. I feel like right. I read that somewhere, too. Yeah, so that's interesting, I guess. Wow. I don't know. I don't the know. water is always red. Always red. It's never changed. Blood. Mm. The samurai's blood I mean, was so potent. It's probably minerals of some I mean, sort. But... pretty intense diet. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of paleo. <laughs> totally. That's totally it. <sighs> um, then the cold mountain. Uh, it's, With Nicole Kidman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> She's up there. Apparently, it's the creepiest, coldest region of town mm. and the uh an emperor and his elite army died up there so cold the cold mountain oh okay. i have no that's idea. just what it's this, called what is, i don't know yeah um da, 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 the akabashi tunnel in ochia i bridge ochi oh okay yeah okay bridge Sounds yeah, that good. looks good. good. There was a lot of suicides there that took mm. place, and it was also a popular f- place for Tibetan, 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 Tibetan. <laughs> wow, <laughs> take me back to school. Hashtag take me back. But they they funerals, funerals, yeah. Which are illegal, and they're, like, sky burials. It's where they, like, oh. put the body up on, like, some mountain for, like, animals and then they do, and nature oh. to get it. I don't want to go that way, so whoever plans my funeral service, please don't do that to right. me. That's <laughs> crazy. And then the Sagano Haunted Mansion. Sagano? Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, the caretaker from the mansion jumped from the eighth story. So she haunts the place. Oh, that's sad. Yes. Um, this one is my favorite, just because what they what happens to the people, I guess. But the railroad <laughs> crossing of Sagano. Um, this a student jumped in front of the rail in front of the tracks, killed herself. Uh. But they say if if a couple goes there, I think she's a thing for couples because if they Ooh. go, then they'll break up or they'll get divorced. <laughs> It's rough. So don't. Don't go there. Couples don't hang out at the Sagano Railroad. When I was reading about Disneyland in Tokyo, there's a myth that if you go there as a couple, you will break up. Oh, my God. Oh, it's like a thing. But if you kiss in the park, you will not break up. Wait. (laughs) Well, that's confusing. So should we go or not? If we kiss, we're fine. If you kiss, you're fine. Regardless of if you're... At Disney, if you kiss, you're fine. If you're not kissing, yeah, you're probably not fine. You're probably right. Just saying. That's true. I don't know. I'm going to kiss everybody at Disney. Oof. Careful. All the characters. (laughs) Still vegan. (laughs) Furries. Ugh. Wow. Ugh. Tell us about... That's interesting, though, huh? Yeah. Kyoto. Kyoto. It's a good place. Wanted to keep you safe, you know? Thank yeah. You. There was no real danger there for you, you know? So I felt okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, there was the earthquake, but you... But I knows. didn't know that that was going to happen. Did I? Yeah. I knew. And the taxi girl, but I knew she wasn't going to do anything to you. Yeah. True. Yeah. If anything... She just wants was... to get to her boyfriend's house and to her mm-hmm. home. Yeah. That's it. I get it. You know? Yeah, you yeah. should have given her a free ride. But we'll talk about that later what happened in tokyo <laughs> <laughs> what happened in tokyo so i didn't visit a ton of places in tokyo that were haunted oh. i probably went over a bunch or under a bunch when i was on the subway oh for sure mm. yeah but i did go to a shrine <gasps> um the yatsuya ghost story i'll tell you about that briefly. Ooh. Oh. So it's it's a grisly tale. Not <laughs> grisly. <laughs> and it's My favorite. Based on a member of the Tamiya family. Who are they? Fun fact. 
They were just like a, a family. An important family back okay. in the 17th century. You know, oh, a long time ago. Important. Don't know them. Don't know them. And this family member was a lovely lady named Oima. Again, I'm trying to do the correct pronunciations. Mm-hmm. So the Tamiya Inari Shrine in Yatsuya is said to be where Oima herself worshipped in it's even maintained by the Tamiya family to this day. Mm-hmm. A little backstory. There are many different versions of this story. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the short one. And if, if you guys want to hear a few other versions. <laughs> give her a call. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be on my phone. So loosely, the story goes like this. Oima was poisoned by her husband, Ayaman. Because he wanted to marry a younger woman from a richer family. She's trash. Call Maury. Trash. Get them on Jerry Springer. (laughs) Didn't Jerry Springer just end forever? (gasps) That could be wrong, but anyway. He's a little old. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of old, rather than dying straight away, the poison disfigured her and caused her to lose her hair her face was all messed up. Things were not looking good. Oima. What a no. freaking jerk. Oiwa. Oima? Oiwa. 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 Yeah. One story, or a few versions of the story, say that she was also pregnant and that the poison was Oh, no. It's very upsetting. What a super jerk. Yeah. We're going to go with this one that doesn't mention that at okay, all. Okay, right. All but right. we mentioned it. But we mentioned it. We, should, we take it back. Mm-hmm. So she eventually died and... Oiwa's spirit was driven by a strong desire for revenge, obviously. Same. <laughs> I'm pissed. <laughs> and this force of revenge and this, her just anger kind of caused her spirit to come back to the human realm. No. To Mine torment her husband. So I'm already, I'm done with her husband. Like, oh, well, yeah, me stay, too. I would stay far away from that turd. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. even deserve. I know. Your haunts. Yeah. But Rest she in did. peace, Oiwa. Oiwa. A fun way that she tormented her husband. So he, her husband, was set to marry that younger, richer woman. Mm. And he, she was wearing a beautiful, expensive kimono. Mm-hmm. And he, she was wearing a veil, which... I don't know if that's tradition, if that's traditional wedding garb, but Hmm. this is what a story says. Mm -hmm. And when he lifted the veil up, what he saw was Oima's disfigured face. And she was laughing and cackling at him. And out of fear... you're with me forever, bitch. Exactly. Out of fear, he unsheathed his sword (gasps) and started stabbing her. The real woman, not... Oya was playing tricks. Exactly. I like her style. That would be me <laughs> if I was if I came girl. back. I'll show you crazy. <laughs> and I have showed many people crazy. Yeah, what a cool what a cool vibe. I'm down with Oiwa. Yeah. Um, and I guess she's inspired, or this story has inspired a bunch of plays and movies. Mm. Uh, she also appears in some Japanese art. She's, she's is she, pretty famous. Is she beautiful, or do they she's portray her with her disfigured face? Sometimes it's both, oh, but most of the time it's disfigured. Like a half and half thing. Yeah, but like the full face next to the disfigured. Oh, okay. I mean, the, the an Ar- an Arnold face. Palmer. Yep. <laughs> we'll find a pic of Oiwa. An Arnold Palmer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my lord. Oh, we're having a good time. We love to laugh. Me too. Alyssa. What's next? Yeah. Hit me with some facts. <gasps> you want more? Figures. Okay, so I, aside from the ghost taxis, I really, I found a few of my favorite, these are my favorite haunts from Tokyo. Cool. So, um, Doryodo. <laughs> it's an abandoned temple, and it consistently comes in at number one for haunted spots in Tokyo. Wow. Yeah. So, well, you know, I'm going to find out for myself when I go. Um, that would be so exciting. The story itself is not ancient, but to people who love these kinds of ghostly tales, it's quite intriguing. So, 
it's the temple itself is relatively minor in the grand scheme of things. But it was the site of two tragedies that brought brought ghosts to the hills of Mount Otsuka. Mm-hmm. Some people will argue that there were four tragedies. Oh. We don't know. Mm-hmm. So this is the first of the tragedies. In 1963, a man tried to rob the old lady who cleaned the complex, the, the temple itself. She refused to hand over the temple's money, and in a fit of rage... He killed her, and he left her body just right where it fell. That was it for her. So, almost immediately... Disrespectful. I know. Almost immediately, sir, uh, stories started circulating in the local press that you could hear the ghosts of her crying in the woods near the temple. Oof. The poor lady. I know. I hate when ghosts cry. There's, it's haunting. I know. Truly. So Then, sad. exactly ten years later, in 1973... Another affair of sorts. They love affairs over there, apparently. Yeah, what is this, all this yeah. love triangles? So this university student was having an affair with her professor. Ooh, girl, for that grade or what? Yeah. Maury. So one day she tells him that she's pregnant. She begs him for a divorce to leave his wife and his two children so he could be with her. The university finds out about this affair, and they're going to investigate. Um, his wife also works at the university... And she, <laughs> she catches wind, she's suspicious, and she becomes just erratic. She's acting a fool. She even attempts suicide to get her husband to break this relationship off. <laughs> Apparently her crazed behavior worked because all of a sudden the student goes missing. Oh, God. Will she kill her? We're going to get there. Oh. So... Her friends, her family, fellow students, this student is never seen again. So back in Tokyo, the professor is telling all of his colleagues and friends, if anyone asks where I was the other day, say we were together. It's like, how many what? people are you telling this to? Yeah. So, it's like, like, duh, you're coming up with a story. You obviously killed somebody. Suspicious as all hell. Mm-hmm. So two months later... The bodies of the professor and his entire family are found by fishermen in Shizuoka. 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 Oh, what? That's a t- that's a turn of events. Yeah. So the she p- killed them. Well, so the police report says that they jumped to their deaths to avoid the humiliation and life of poverty that they were doomed for, um, because they were guaranteed. To, he would be imprisoned. The husband would yeah. be imprisoned for the murder. And his oh. whole family would be shamed. Well, why'd you kill His her? wife would have no money. So the whole family winds up dead because they can't face the humiliation. So about seven months later, the girl's body is discovered on the grounds of the temple mm-hmm. uh, in a very shallow grave. Oh. And... The local repapers? Rep- <laughs> I thought you were going to say repairman. <laughs> the the <laughs> local repairman. The local papers reported that a woman's voice had been heard in the woods crying, Here, I'm here. Like, maybe <gasps> oh, she was still alive when she got buried. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo, uh, so, even though the case was closed, they knew who killed her. The body was found. Um, the rumors have lived on about the voices in the forest and ghost hunters claim that they still hear crying and wailing and the shouts of I'm here. Oof, rough. Ugh. Chills. Yeah, for real. Like, what if she was buried while she was still alive? Yeah, honestly. No, thank you. Yeah, so I don't appreciate that for her. All right, next up. It's the Akasaka Weekly Mansion. I love a mansion. But today it's called (laughs) Hotel My Stays Akasaka. (laughs) So, <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, my stays. M Y S T A Y S. My stays. My Akasaka. Uh, not yours. So, Mine. the people say it's arguably one of the creepiest and most haunted places in all of Japan. <gasps> so, the weird thing is that no one is really sure why. Um, there have been a few suicides here and there and a couple of unexplained deaths, but in a city that size, like, that's bound to happen. So, what makes Akasaka so unsettling is how interactive these ghosts are. So, the first building is the hub of paranormal activity there. Uh, There are reports of full-bodied apparitions standing at the foot of guest beds. Mm. Classic. Classic. There are 
are um, ghostly mists that linger in the hallways. Mists? Like ghost farts? Yeah, mists. <laughs> and there is a ghostly woman who's crawling around on the floors of the rooms. They do that in Japan. So why? I'm going to say hell no. Question, why do all the Japanese movies and like horror movies have Japanese? I don't know. Why is that a stereotype? Um, I don't know. Spiders. There's also more mists. Um, Visitors have reported seeing the mist blowing through the air vents and, like, kind of traveling that way. I don't know. Does it get foggy Um, out there? Yeah. Yeah, it does. So maybe the fog's coming in. Yeah. Something something about (laughs) that seems a little weird. And then the classic unexplainable drop in temperature. Mm. Um, That's pretty typical, but what is gross... (laughs) Is that Not some? Fats. No, <laughs> some people have reported feeling someone stroking their hair while they slept, yeah. or they get pushed onto the bed and held down so they can't run or move. These guys yeah. are dumb. But the <laughs> the scariest one of all, one guest reported being dragged across the room by her hair by something that she couldn't see. Mm. There were scratches all over her back the next day. So he liked it rough. Lord. Ew. Yeah. I've seen a scary movie, too. Yes, where she has sex with, from? with the ghost. Yeah, in the, in the room. A classic. Mm-hmm. That just made me think of that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a visual. <laughs> <laughs> did you talk about this, the Sendagaya tunnel, or did you talk about another tunnel? There was some tunnel. I don't think it was the Sendagaya tunnel. All right, well... <laughs> Mine's Kyoto. Yeah, all right. Well, is Tokyo and Kyoto the same thing? No, 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 no. no. All right, so this is the Sendagaya Tunnel. It's a... <laughs> I'm moving on from that girl getting dragged because I can't. Like... <laughs> I can't. I don't like to think about it. So this station is found just off the Senjun intersection, which is home to a well-known Buddhist temple, which mm-hmm. there's got to be activity at all the temples. Obviously. It's a place of worship and, you know, spiritualism. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the adjoining cemetery. Uh, the tunnel actually passes right underneath this, the cemetery, so. Why are all these tunnels, you know, by the cemetery? I don't like. I don't know. Underneath or above the cemetery? It's so old. I don't. Yeah. Just, they had to put people somewhere. Yeah, right. There were some. Yeah, subways, okay. you know, just the best and fastest route. Yeah. Almost through the dead. So they completed it, and <laughs> they completed it in 1964, just in time for the Olympics, um, because it was going to be featured. In many television shows, so they wanted to get this done. Mm. And because it was such a publicized place, they've also publicized the hauntings themselves. So it's supposedly haunted by a blood-stained woman with long hair. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Many people have (laughs) reported being chased by her. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. And drivers passing through the tunnel at night claim to have heard a heavy object drop on the roof of their car... Or they just get, like, a really sickening feeling, like, an that's, like, a very ominous feeling. Yeah. So, uh, investigators have claimed that it feels almost like they're walking through a portal. So, like, halfway through the tunnel, the air changes completely, Uh, and there's a huge (laughs) drop in temperature, so. Getting paranormal. Yeah. And then this is the last one, and I just had to throw it in, and it's super quick, but it's at Disneyland. I like There aren't it. that many haunts at Disneyland, but there were a lot of myths, like one about kids being kidnapped for organ, organ harvesting, so. Oh, What? God. Yeah. But this that was the, not the happiest place on earth. No. But there's one haunting at Disneyland in, where would you guess? The Haunted Mansion. Yes, Queen. Uh, it is. <laughs> so, according to this legend, many guests at the theme park report seeing different haunted decorations, so to speak, uh, inside the ride, which don't actually exist. So, one man, when asked, like, what he thought of the ride, he said, the woman standing unmoving at the end of the hallway was certainly the scariest. The thing is... There's no woman at the end of the hallway. So who is that spoop? I see. Staring straight (laughs) down the hallway. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's that's that. Chiokio. (laughs) Chiokio. Yeah. It's a wild and happening spot. (laughs) Chiokio. 
so if you okay? If you're visiting Tokyo <laughs> or Kyoto anytime soon, hit up the haunted spots. Let us know what happens there. If you know of any other haunted spots, yeah. there are also haunted ghost tours. There they're are. Pricey. They're very pricey. Oh, they I like was start at one sixty, but it's probably worth it. I'm sure it is. To that into my trip. So. Yeah, I'm gonna budget. Sorry. We're glad I'm to have budget you it. back. Budget that in. I think. Yeah. I think I will. Yeah. But yeah. You gotta. Um. Yeah. We got a listener story. <gasps> Woo! So excited. And it's not exactly ghostly. It's more paranormal. But I want to get y'all's opinion on what could have happened or what you think. Totally. Because it's it's very strange and it reminds me of some things that happened to me when I was a kid. Mm. So, anyway. They say, howdy, I'm JT. He used to work with Steve, my lovely boyfriend. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, so... Full disclosure, he says he originally typed all of this out to submit to last podcast on the left. So if you listen to last podcast on the left, you might hear this story on there someday too. But I think we we got it first. So <laughs> Amazing. here it is. You um, heard it here first. Yeah, but he said he <laughs> saw on our Facebook page that we were looking for submissions. So here it goes. He sent us a short version and a long version, and obviously we're going with the long version because we want all of the facts yeah. and figures. We have to. So he says, okay, so this is a story that happened to me as a kid, and I'd love to talk with you guys about it. I've told this story many, many times. It's one of those things that if you get to know me and have known me for some length of time, you're probably going to hear me tell the story of the two black dogs. It's just a part of me now, and in some small way, I guess I'm still looking for a tiny bit of insight from someone by telling them this story. You could definitely say it still haunts me today. So, Alito is a very small town in Texas. True. Um, Our sixth grade building was the high school building from when his dad had gone to school there. It was an old red brick shaped... Uh, L-shaped building that butted up against a small stretch of woods that snaked through most of the west side of the town. He and his friend Rob were latchkey kids. Um, Our mothers had an arrangement that I would go to his house for an hour or so after school until my mom got off work to pick me up. On this particular day, we had come out of the entrance entrance that links with the old gym. Most of the kids would exit that end when the last bell rang because that was the entrance that faced the buses. So, like, lots of traffic of children. Mm -hmm. We would come out that side every day, walk behind the building about halfway, and enter through a dip in the woods which led down to the creek bed. This was a long, winding creek bed with very high walls. At one point, it must have been a very active creek, but now it was just a stone floor and trees on either side. For almost all of the walk to Rob Street, we were covered from sight by the creek walls and overgrowth. So they, like, could not see beyond it. All right. Anyway... One day, they were walking to Rob's house, and he stopped him all of a sudden, and he says, uh, I turn, what? I stopped him all of a sudden and turned him around by the shoulder to face the entryway we had just come down. I said, for no good reason, hey, wouldn't it be crazy if, like, two black dogs came down here after us? Before either of us could really laugh that idea off, two full-grown black dogs came down the hill and stopped staring at us and growling as if to say, you rang? Oh, my gosh. What I I remember from there is Rob and I screaming and turning to run off. The dogs gave chase, but only for half of the way home. The entire time, though, they were snarling and barking and gunning for us. I remember hearing them fade away just a bit, and I turned to look, and they had both stopped and were just standing there giving those stuttered barks as if to say, yeah, and stay out. (sighs) Now, in summation, there's three main points that still bother me about this story. Number one, misremembering. The only logical explanation to this entire story is I must have misremembered it from the start. But the thing is, I know for a fact I didn't misremember there being two dogs, the breed, the size. I know I didn't misremember them actually being in the creek with us at all. So then what am I misremembering? You have to understand that the door we left out of every day was packed with kids, which spilled out into a parking lot to the buses. Um, If there were two loose dogs terrorizing children, we would have heard something. You couldn't see us once we got down in the creek bed from the sixth grade building, not not from any of the windows, which means I wouldn't have been able to see the dogs anywhere until they came down the narrow path, 
So how did I know they were coming our direction at all? Mm. Premonition. Yeah. Number two, they should have caught us. You're talking about two flat-footed sixth graders with backpacks full of books, clumsily running across stone floor, trying to outrun two dogs bred to catch and kill. When they popped down in the creek with us and stopped before we ran, there were no more than, at the most, 35 feet or so in front of us. There's no way that I can see that they would have not caught up to us, which I totally agree. Like, those are fast dogs. So those kids should have been caught. They stayed ass length behind us the entire time before they stopped. And why did they stop? And they never caught up to us. It doesn't make any sense. And number three, did I manifest those dogs myself? This grim reality has stuck with me even through adulthood. As a full-grown man about to turn 40 this year, in the dead of night, if something is scaring me for whatever reason or on my mind or creeping me out, whether at my own place or hotel or wherever I find myself in the dark, I don't think about it too much. I actually make the conscious effort not to let myself think about the boogeyman too long at any given time, and it all goes back to that afternoon. What if? What if the whole reason this story doesn't add up is because those dogs weren't there before I said anything at all? What if the whimsical mind and a nature of a child created a physical manifestation of those dogs on its own, and am I capable of doing it again? Crazy. I know. I have chills at Has this you part. Tried? I don't know if he's tried. So, he, um, he goes on to say, As a little kid in pre-K, my parents never told me that ghosts didn't exist. When I got scared of ghosts, my family would tell me that those were the ghosts of family members, and they were there to protect me. I didn't have that strong backbone of, it's just in your head, go back to bed. I used to run into the kitchen and hop up on the stool and stare at the phone just before it would ring. Yeah, I used to get up from playing with my toys, run into the living room, and peer out the window before before a car was even pulling onto my street. I would just wait there and tell my family, someone's coming. I was raised in a very spiritual Mexican household, and spirituality and the paranormal were thought of as our friends. So when I did things like this, my mom would just tell me, oh, you get that from your grandma, or some other such, some relative. I only include this because, well, if my mind, as a young child, was formed to be open to such anomalies, was there just enough fuel to the fire on that day? Did I actually have enough juice, or whatever you want to call it, to make those dogs appear? Or at the very least, just a little kid running for the phone that hadn't rung yet. Did I just stop it because I knew they were coming? With honors, JT. Wow. Oh, a lot to take. So this really stuck with me because I had I had things like this happen when I was a kid, where I would think something and then it would happen, Mm -hmm. like almost immediately, or I would have really vivid dreams and Mm -hmm. then they would happen months later. Mm -hmm. That still happens. It still happens to me, and they're not. They're not as wild as they were when I was a kid because, cra- like, kids get into crazier shit than <laughs> I do now. Now it will be, like, a pretty mundane conversation, and then in the middle of it, I'm like, I've had this conversation, and that person's going to say this thing. Right. But I remember one time when I was a kid, I had this dream three months before this happened that this kid, Jason, in my middle school, so we had, like, a recess after lunch, and... Um, we would go stand out on the blacktop. It was just like, literally, we're standing on a basketball court outside. That was our recess because mm-hmm. we were like 13 years old, so we didn't need a playground. <laughs> right. But um, so I had this dream that we would all be standing out there, and this bee would start chasing Jason, and everyone would get in a circle around him and like be freaking out and screaming. And then it happened like exactly the way that it had happened in the dream. But wow. I like. Uh, no, I be- I that's bizarre. I don't. It's I can't explain weird. it, but I I definitely feel those things happen with his story. That's uh, that's another level. Yeah, to manifest because you know to to or dream to something to know, and then experience yeah. it is like okay, I could understand that deja vu, but he's saying he just on the spot was like there's yeah. two ducks, you know? Yeah. Like who? Like what? I think part of it too. <gasps> there's two dogs. Two dogs. Um. There. 
They're okay. trying to tell us something. Maybe the two dogs are with the two dogs. Oh my god, stop. <laughs> Another part of it too, I think, is um, growing up in a Mexican family or a Mexican-American family that's like that spirituality is very much there. There's always like everyone's got a haunted room in their house or whatnot. Like mm-hmm. all of my my mom's aunts um, had so many stories or my grandfather had so many stories from growing up. It's like Mexican parents, grandparents, they don't tell you that those things aren't real. They, they totally, totally support it. That, yeah. And I think that that kind of helps to like fuel the fire for right. Makes you more those open. kids. So I... I totally believe that he could have manifested that. Yeah. Also, I just... one thing, have you guys ever seen The Omen? Yeah. And those two black dogs? Yeah. That's what the that first thing that I thought of. Yeah. Isn't that creepy? Yeah. A black dog means death, right? Yeah. <sighs> but. But he's alive. He's yes. alive. He got Jason's away. Dead. It's fine. He's doing yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's a wild one. I, I'm still thinking about it. I'm like... I think I'm going to have a dream about... You probably ...running will. away from something. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that, JT, because it has had me thinking since the day that I read it, and I will probably be thinking about it for... Yeah. Thank you. ...a long and while. thank you for choosing us to share Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. First. I'm pumped that... That was awesome. Yeah. So, um, Wow. We're going to go practice our Japanese pronunciation. We definitely <laughs> are. We will. I think I got the, the Akasaka <laughs> weekly mansion down. That yeah. one sounds yeah. good. I but think I butchered right. the most, probably. I couldn't even say Tibetan. Tibetan. See? Hello. Luckily, that's not Japanese. It's not Japanese. Oh, also, you guys, we reached 1,000 downloads, which doesn't sound that wild, but that's pretty exciting we're only this is what our sixth episode so we love that. i feel pretty good about it and i feel like you know do you guys feel like you're at a weird sleepover and we're all just telling ghost stories that's what i feel um, like our podcast is but it's full of facts yeah facts yeah. and figures facts and figures uh, yeah, yeah it's like we're you know group of friends just yeah. hanging out yeah yeah Shoot, shooting the shit shooting exactly. the, the shit. shit the shit. Well, we can't wait to hang out with you guys next time. Mm-hmm. Um, Go like and subscribe. Yeah, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play or wherever it is that you like to listen. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow us on Instagram. You can email us your own stories at Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're loving the show, we also have a Patreon so, mm-hmm. you know, get those stickers, y'all. Throw a few coins our way and you might get some stickers. We have some really cute stickers. So, we don't accept Bitcoin. No, no. <laughs> only Not after that bubble. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we can't wait to see you next time. And until then, stay spooky. Ooh. Ooh.